Mindless Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushel. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. So greetings and salutations from myself, Jane Lindley Thomas. Very warm welcome from myself, psychologist Paul Bushel. Week two of lockdown, Jane. Yeah. Now we're doing this a little bit differently. Um, usually we snuggled sweet and tightly in a, um, a recording studio. But however, this time with social distancing, um, I find myself sitting in my daughter's bedroom and uh, looking at Paul's lovely face at his home, Upper Highway Vibes too. It's a whole new world, it feels like. And in the process, look at you and I go, experimenting with all this new technology. It hasn't been easy. Well, I think that's been one of the things that's been so wonderful that's come out of this pandemic. And there's so many conversations that we can have. But, you know, we've had the discussion about when there are open spaces, how there can either be a breeding ground or a stomping ground for fear and anxiety and overwhelm and worry, which are all very tangible, real feelings. But on the flip side of that, Exactly. Talking about how you can do things differently and take your business and your line of work into a space that you actually never thought that it was possible. But I think what I take out of what you just said there now is the fact that there are going to be so many different experiences or accounts of this experience because there are just so many different emotions that are there to be had right now. Uh, I know that I've ventured through a, a whole roller coaster of them, right? the anxiety, the fear, the worry, but then also having these moments of just, yeah, opportunity and wonder and just quietness. Except for your dog in the background. Yeah, except for Petals deciding for the first time today <laughs> to get off the sofa and move around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got off the sofa because let's be honest, there's so many of those days where you wake up and you're just like, well... I don't know if I should get up right now, if I should roll over, have my third cup of tea between, you know, waking and getting my feet out of bed. Well, at 20 past two, Petals thought that this would be a good time to get out of bed. But, you know, that takes us back to one of the first things that you and I started speaking about on this journey about how important it is to kind of have a plan and as best as you can to to show up and arrive. But there have also been days when that's so hard. And also, of course, if you live with other people, you know, they're navigating their course, you're navigating your course, you might wake up feeling like, oh, today's the day I'm going to harness the, the potential. And your partner or the people that you live with are just like, jeepers, I'm so terrified for what's to come. Yeah. Well, I think one of the, the pieces of advice that I seem to be giving some of the people who I've been chatting to, especially in relationships, is don't make assumptions about what other people are feeling or going through in this moment or on this day because it's not necessarily the same as you. So we're all on these kind of roller coasters that sometimes overlap and sometimes seem worlds apart. And that's when mm. conflict can, can creep in. And I mean, 
it's at times like these where everything is kind of like looking at everything through a microscope, right? So if you think of a relationship, you see each other in the morning, you cross over after work, you have some evening time, and then you rinse and repeat until the weekend. And now all of a sudden you've got like this undiluted time, which can turn into a bit of a, you're really irritating me right now kind of feeling. <laughs> yeah. You said what? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> um, absolutely. So in response to that, it's, it's about connecting with our, our empathy and our patience and our compassion and our caring with one another as this experience sometimes brings out the best and the worst of us. And another piece of you know, relationship nugget that maybe this is the right time to throw it in there is some of the big stuff that you have been negotiating as a couple in a relationship for a while, this is not the right time to be trying to thrash it out and sort it out. Put some of that stuff on the back burner. Let's kind of just make it through day to day and the intenseness and the realness of just this experience alone. Because trying to negotiate some of those things in a lockdown where there is no space for a timeout or a bit of time apart, yeah, it just seems like a recipe for disaster. I just keep finding myself every single day, a couple of times a day, just proclaiming my gratitude. Mm. I feel like I've been so humbled by this time and I'm so thankful for the things that it's brought into my life personally. So, you know, I'm so grateful for the gift of presence because I was running the risk of waking up one day at my children's wedding and not having remembered how I got there because days morphed into weeks and morphed into months and into years. And I just regardless of when this lockdown is lifted, I just am going to be so particular about taking the lessons that I've learned in this time and not letting them just live in an experience capsule, but really taking them with me because the weekends of having three children's birthday parties on a Saturday, those days are done. (laughs) Yeah. Even in terms of, of relationships, again, I think gratitude is just such an important cognitive process because that's what gratitude is we, we often think of it in terms of feelings yeah sure it results in a feeling which will end up changing our behavior but it starts with a cognitive process which you can manually control and be in charge of so as much as your partner or the, the relationships around you might be driving you nuts and irritating you with some of the crazy way of things that you never knew they did um, or believed every now and then balance that out with some of the things that just feel so grateful for for you in this moment and the things that you do bring into my life because of course that balances the experience out and then moving forward what do I really want to take out of this experience in my life in my relationships in my work and I think all of us are, are finding nuggets nuggets of of how life can actually be and yeah. I just have to allow it to be that way Then you flip it on his head and I I spoke to one of my very dear friends who lives overseas and she's single and she was like, it's so hard not to use this time as a time to crucify myself for all the stuff I didn't do. Mm. And I think that again, I live in this place of just being so grateful that I get to be locked away with my family and how hard it must be for people living in complete isolation. Absolutely. So that's a whole nother level of empty space right right there. And your own conversation starts to fill that space. That becomes your conversation for by and large most of the day. 
And we know the brain has a tendency to want to gravitate towards those 75% negative thoughts or conversations, many of which of them are playing on a repeat cycle. So that starts to fill your day. And the more that that gains momentum, the more it starts to gain speed and run away with itself. And you and I have often spoken about the analogy of a flat stone on a smooth pond, that when you're sitting there with your thoughts, you start on this end of the lake and before you know it, you've skipped right across to some really dark, scary place. And I imagine for many people on their own right now, that's happened a few times a day. But the good news is, and the reminder, of course, is that you have manual control of your brain. And so as hard as it is, and as much patience as it sometimes takes, you kind of have to pull yourself back across the lake to where you started, checking for untrue and unkind and thoughts that don't have any use in this moment. And of course, it's always, yeah, it's always easier said than done, right? But that yeah. really is what we've got to practice and keep working at. I think also to be upfront about where you're at, um, I don't think this is a time for pride. I don't think this is a time for hiding behind a facade or bravado. I think this is a time to really be vulnerable and let your people and your extended you know, situation, maybe families, friends, and next door neighbor, whoever it is like, Hey, I'm, I, I'm actually not coping right now. Well, I think that that's wonderful advice that you're giving. So when the thoughts have arrived and the feelings have arrived and you're sitting there with both of them, it's a great moment to also realize I am in control of my behavior and I'm going to choose right now to reach out because you might be on your own, but you're not alone. And even if it's just contacting you and I, Jane, or a, a friend or a family member, just reaching out, uh, you don't have to wade through this feeling of loneliness on your own. So we've spoken about some of the gifts being presence, uh, consciousness, gratitude. There's so many beautiful things that have come out of this. But let's be very honest. We, we arrive at those feelings after manually inserting stuff into our headspace early on in the start of the day. And of course, now there's all this stuff around, could there be an extension? What happens if there's an extension? All the articles and all the data of all the coronavirus uh, stuff and the virus that is the media or the, the sensational side of what we're going through, that in itself just adds such impact into this whole overwhelm of uncertainty. So once again, we're talking now at the level of behavior. So the thoughts are there, the feelings are there, we've arrived. Watching your behavior becomes so important because whatever you do next feeds back into that cycle of more thoughts and more feelings. So you want to choose behaviors that don't take you further into looping round and round in that cycle of fear and loneliness and panic. You, you want to give yourself a break from it. So I think being very selective and conscious about what media you are exposing yourself to, what conversations you're putting yourself in is valuable right now. And also someone reminded me in a conversation yesterday about we can only cross some bridges when we get to them and kind of holding on to that mantra that right now, my good is as guess as your guess uh, about what's going to happen next. But in reality, we can only cross that bridge when that decision is passed down to us. And then we'll deal with whatever those realities are. 
I have to read you this. My mom shared it with me on Facebook uh, earlier, speaking about the dreaded social media at times. <laughs> it says here, we will not go back to normal. Normal never was. Our pre-corona existence was not normal other than we normalized greed, exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate, and lack. We should not long to return, my friends. We have been given the opportunity to stitch a new garment, one that fits all of humanity and nature. Oh, gosh. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> so comforting, right? Yeah, I'm definitely, we're going to share that on our Kindness Can social media platforms because I just love that because it takes us full circle in this conversation to the beginning where we started speaking about some of the opportunities in this moment and whether the lockdown ends next week or whether it's extended, there will be some hard realities either way. Uh, we, we've gone down a hard path here for a greater good. At the same time, we have to seize the opportunities. Uh, and maybe that's just the way that we sometimes think about ourselves, think about the world, think about the ways that we, we parent and are in relationships and the way that we can do life. There is something magical in this. Listen, we could talk forever in a day. No. And now that we've been able to navigate our way through our IT frustrations. Petals have stopped barking and you are due to build a <laughs> fort with your kids. I'm so jealous. Woo, woo, um, woo, woo. Yeah, it seems like a good time to maybe say goodbye. And we look forward to recording another podcast soon. Yeah, let's connect lots. I know that we've been missing an action for a while. But um, yeah, going into lockdown with three kids trying to work from home and the homeschooling side of it. I mean, you've heard my exasperated voice notes. That's a podcast. I just, <laughs> no, it really is. I just, my friend from Cape Town was saying the other day, like she moves between wanting to be a mother that is more proactive in her home to just like throwing her, her cell phone into the swimming pool. Cause if she sees one more rack of homemade cookies, she's going to vomit. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but everybody's baking banana bread. Why is everybody baking banana bread? All the banana everybody is off. baking. <laughs> why? I don't know why banana bread is so in right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sending you, uh, sending all the banana bread in the world and everyone out there so much love. Oh, I love you. We're going to catch up really soon. We're going to do this often. We promise. And we love you. And you know where to find us. Kindnesscan.co.za also on all social media platforms under Kindness Can. You can catch us on East Coast Radio Monday to Friday from 6 until 7 a.m. Yo, we love you. Chat soon. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.